Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk and Merry Christmas Week. Merry Christmas oh, Week. Oh, Merry Christmas. You're looking very festive today. I, I tried. And you're I, green. I'm green. I wore some green. That. That's right. Clashes, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, in, yeah. we're in different shades of green. That's why we are built for radio and not for <laughs> video, right? Just one of the reasons that's built for the podcast world. That's right. Hey, I don't uh, even know if we have the best podcast voices either. I don't know. I feel like mine's a little high. So Mine's um, a little high, too. Mine's like, mine's <laughs> bass and high. It's yeah, both. No. I mean, I can intentionally talk lower, but then it sounds like I'm intentionally talking lower. The healthier lower. I am, the less pleasing my voice sounds. <laughs> Hello. That's Man, what Christie's told me. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, so how are you doing this week in the midst of all the Christmas stuff? Yeah, it's almost like the eye of the storm this week. Like all the parties mm. are pretty much done. Yeah, and <laughs> eye of the storm. I'm the trying storm. to get like everything done for next year because we're off next week. Yeah. But Christmas Eve is this big... Big it deal, is. right? It is. You know? We'll Love talk it. about that a little bit, but yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. It's funny. What would Jesus think that we describe the celebration of his birth as being in the eye of the storm? I'm like, it's calm. Yeah. It's a peace on that's earth. That's true. It's peace know, on everything earth. Everything is spinning around it's us. Peace on earth. Yeah. But, oh, there you yeah, go. That's why I All talked right. about in B Chapel last that's week. That's good. Oh, hey, wait again. And, yeah, the, and those four year olds just grasped it. Dude, right? they memorized it. Listen, I Listen. tell you what, there is no tougher audience than uh, doing B Chapel here it's at our preschool because they're great kids, but Trying to teach, I mean, hats off to preschool teachers who make this, make make the Bible and stories about Jesus like where kids can understand them because yeah, it's yeah. it takes talent and it ability. For and sure. hats off to people who can do that where adults understand. I'm still yeah. working on that <laughs> as well. That's true. That's still working on that. Still working on that. <laughs> oh, man. How are you doing? Uh, I, you know, okay. You know, it's a hard question to answer. I've been good. Uh, we uh, got to do a wedding uh, this past weekend. And good. so Christmas wedding was sweet. We um, got to officiate Aww. that for a couple Aww. of months. Did they dress up with. as Santa and Mrs. Claus? <laughs> that was the, instead of tuxes and wedding dresses. No, they, they wore normal wedding attire. Okay. Okay. Um, are you sure? <laughs> we're recording this ahead of time. Right. So are you sure? You're like, they <laughs> well, wore the things they wore. So, you wouldn't memorize anyway, would, well, would you? Would I memorize would you, would what? You, would you remember what they wore? I would probably remember. If it was Santa Claus suits, yeah, yeah I would. Well, that's true. <laughs> but that's true. one of the things I always ask ahead that's of time. True. So I know they're wearing like normal wedding attire because I always ask that because, you know, I'm like- Did you do the wedding? Yeah, I'm you officiated the yep, wedding because uh, okay. I want to match, like, or coordinate. I don't want to like if they're wearing a certain color. I don't want to show up with a tie that like just looks terrible. So you know, just details. I always like to tell like kids like who I did the wedding of their parents. Like later, mm -hmm. I'm like, I married your dad. <laughs> like they're like, <laughs> so, what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm doing fine. I think I'm looking forward to Christmas Eve. Um, I'm looking forward to Christmas. Um, yeah, man. I, and I, I just you know I had a little glimpse of it because this other other night. Like, you know, you have a big family, other people, even smaller families understand this. Like this past week, there was a moment we were all in the same room at the same time and it didn't revolve around a meal and it didn't revolve around like our family worship time. It didn't revolve around something. It was just like, we all were there and everyone was talking from the youngest to the oldest. And I was like, 
oh, this just makes me feel like Christmas. Mm, and uh, it's just, just mm, those moments are mm, rare when it's mm. just everybody in the same room at the same time. It was so sweet. And I was, I really was like, I am taking a mental picture of this moment right now. Well, uh, Justin. There you go. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Because Jesus, uh, you know, I think we celebrate mm. Christmas and we go out because Jesus Christ is worthy of the celebration. That's interesting because I don't see that anywhere in the Bible, well, Justin. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, our our <laughs> celebration of Christmas does look very different than the original sure celebration does. of Christmas. Uh, and I think- Do you we, think Jesus was wearing red and green in the manger? I think absolutely. And I okay. think there were some, uh, there were some lights strung up, uh, like- lantern lights yeah. with some uh incandescent bulbs and they um and then santa was um there was an inflatable santa <laughs> yeah right you know you i think, think santa delivered jesus <laughs> that is not like image not, ooh, never, i didn't not, mean delivered the way that i realized <laughs> how that might sound sorry oh so I, so hey so you know the romans were celebrating basically that day you know yes. that time of year mm -hmm. um because uh it was like in the middle of winter, you know, yeah. it's cold and the Saturn God Saturn. So they're, they're celebrating. Um, and as Christianity took over Rome, that was kind of like adapted into a Christian, uh, festival. Right. right. So, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, people criticize that, but in some way it was a reclamation of the culture, you know, mm -hmm. like Christians were saying, Hey, we want to honor kind of the, the rhythms of culture, but we want to make it Christ centered. And it was I kind of the harvest festival. Yeah. You know, like we do that yeah. in Halloween, right? Churches have done that. So yeah. it's kind of like, Hey, we're reclaiming this. Yeah. yeah. So same with Easter, same with all that. And of course that, you know, we know about corruption of the Catholic church and no matter where you stand on that, there was some corruption. Mm -hmm. And so it all became a little, uh, little, uh, little dicey yeah. there. And then, you know, but as the, as Christianity spread, and the, the power in the world shifted, at least in the white world at that time, uh, Europe uh, kind of, uh, you know, had some different festivals and things going on. And so it just kind of all morphed into a Christmas uh, festival, celebration of Christ. And then um, did you know that actually uh, like kind of after the Reformation, I think Oliver Cromwell basically like put an end to celebration of Christmas in really? Europe. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, England and that, yeah. you know, infiltrated, infiltrated into a lot of Europe, yeah. uh, the, the rest of Europe, except for Catholics, you know, they mm -hmm. kept doing their thing. And then um, really modern Christmas in many ways, at least for us, was kind of a reinvention in America because the Puritans actually coming over, they did they had they nothing did to not do with it. They did not want to do it. Yeah, no. exactly. They were very plain, if you will, yeah. in terms yeah. of their celebrations, didn't want celebrations. Right. So so there is like a lot of what we see as Christmas really um, was some more, you know, uh, just kind of American patriotic, uh, you know, um, I don't know how secular origins. And then mm -hmm. again, those kind of just like, it's almost like this dance, right? Of like right. the Christian origin and the secular origin. And so what we have today is very much like a hodgepodge. It really is. Of you Christmas. Think, yeah. But in the over, you know, since the Puritans came over and then, you know, the influx of immigrants from, you know, from Europe, bringing different traditions with yeah. them. A lot of the things that we do as a culture now to celebrate Christmas are yeah. really, like you said, it's a melting pot of traditions from, right. you know, many, many years ago. Um, and, you know, yeah, Santa even, Claus. Yeah. yeah Saint it's Nicholas, just kind of evolved yeah. over time. But, you know, one of the things that uh, I realized as I was getting uh, ready, uh, I did the Christmas party for our English as a Second Language. Uh, oh, good for uh, you. It was, and sang some carols with them. It was really yeah. sweet. And one of the things I was doing, I wanted them to understand like that the- English is the right language <laughs> to speak. We only sing in English <laughs> yes, just the right, right. way. Uh, but I, I, we were singing some carols uh, and a lot of the carols we sing, like some of the most popular, like uh, Joy to the World, Oh, Come mm -hmm. All You Faithful, Hark the Herald, really um, all come from like the 17, late 1700s. Yeah, right. So we had this rich, uh, I love that these, these songs have 
really stood the test of time. A lot of and French generation, influence, right? Isn't uh, a lot French of French influence? And English, German, a lot of German influence okay, as well okay. uh, in some of this. So they I really had it, a lot, a lot of going for them until the World Wars. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> shows you what happens when, <laughs> when you think uh, you're the best. a crazy man. Well, World takes, War One, they had not done too well either. Yeah, just so backing up there. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I yeah. just think that's a cool uh, piece is. of. Sorry. Piece of information, yeah. <laughs> you know, it is just it's cool yeah. that we still sing these songs. And yes, they've they've been modernized, not just in 2022. They have been modernized pretty much in every decade, you know, according to the style of that music. But yeah, it's just a, there's a little free tip. Well, and we, we got into this a little bit a few weeks ago. But so let me ask you this question. Why do you, Justin Wyatt, Justin C. Wyatt, <laughs> why do C. you Wyatt. love Christmas? Um, candy canes and, uh, no, just kidding. I think I love Christmas because it is a reminder that God is with us. I mean, mm. Emmanuel, God mm. with us. Mm. Um, you know, I, at Christmas, we often sing the song Joy to the World. Um, that was actually, you know, it's Isaac Watts. It's written uh, really as a song about his second coming. We sing it about his first coming, which it's all true then too. In um, anticipation yeah, for his second coming. But you know, I think yeah. really because, I mean, our, our current sermon series from the manger to the throne, I love Christmas because it's a reminder that God who is holy, who is all powerful, who is so much bigger than I can even comprehend. Like he became like mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, the word mm -hmm. made flesh. Um, it is this miraculous mystery to me. And I think that the celebration of Christmas, I love the things that go with it. I love the family time. Mm -hmm. I love giving gifts. I like getting gifts. I I like the traditions that we have as a family, as a culture, as a church family. But I think it's just the mystery of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. it, it just moves moves my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, this has always been the case, but it's probably amplified just because of money and commercialism and all that but like there's just this battle waging war for people's soul to find contentment mm. and there's just something about christmas that reminds you yeah. like you know peace on earth and goodwill towards men and isaiah 9 6 says he yeah. you know is the prince of peace and so that's where mm. peace really comes from and i i love the line in a holy night you know long lay the yeah. world and sin and error pining until he appeared and the yes. soul felt its worth yeah it's like his with us shows you your worth. You yeah. Know, so. woo, yeah. That's anyway. just beautiful. And, you know, beautiful. I think like underneath that, so not separate from that mm -hmm. is just things do slow down. Mm -hmm. um, they and, get really busy right before they slow yeah, down. But they and, slow down. But then they slow down and just time with the family, you know, really being still, ceasing striving. Um, not a lot of people like need a lot from us at that time, you know. So like, I just think it allows me to be a little present. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Well, well on that note, uh, speaking we, of Oh Holy Night. Yeah. We put a lot into Christmas Eve. Mm. Why is that like a big, why, why should people come to Christmas Eve worship? Like, why is that a big deal? Um, I just, why think, shouldn't they watch, what, stay at home and watch National Lampoon's Christmas <laughs> Vacation? <laughs> well, uh, cause it's, uh, that's a funny movie, but you know, you go back and watch that movie and you're yeah, like, man, raunchy. there's a, there's yeah. a lot of, raunch. Yeah. uh, so a lot of raunch. Is that what you said? A lot of raunch. Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. I'm like, what's <laughs> funny is I forgot that because I think the, like the time I watched it most recently, it was like the TV version. And I was like, oh, this is hilarious. And then watched yeah, it. I was like, right. oh man, I did not know this. I've kind of forgot. Um, Christmas Eve is such a big time. I think one, because it is a time to pause, to 
marvel at the mystery to celebrate mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. it's exciting there's some celebration but also just honing into the the manger in light of the cross um in light of the throne mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but also this is a time when we have the opportunity uh when many people who don't believe will willingly come to mm-hmm. a service mm-hmm. hosted at a church uh with a friend or just mm-hmm. even just they'll see and invite hey let's just you know, let's go check it out. So we have this really big opportunity to mm-hmm. sow seeds of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think it's a unique opportunity because people's hearts are stilled. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, uh, just generally in culture, people's hearts are a little more stilled. People, even if they aren't uh, believers, people are a little more attuned to uh, the expectation of the season in and of itself. So if they're struggling mm-hmm. this time of year, if you're struggling the other 11 months of the year, I think December is a month where that struggle is highlighted. Mm-hmm, mm, uh, you feel good. it even more. Mm-hmm. And so there is um, there is a weight that people carry this time of year that is mm-hmm. unique. Uh, and since an opportunity to to speak life and truth uh, and display the gospel to that. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the argument would be, well, we do Christmas with our family, you know, and I, I mean, this is not true in all situations. So I realize that there is some nuances to the situation, but in general, you know, I would say that the people who prioritize some type of Christmas Eve worship are also the people who prioritize worship in general. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's something about gathering with the Christian community that reminds your family that our primary identity is not even in our earthly family. Mm-hmm. It's in the family that was made you know, possible because of the birth of Christ. And so I think there's great value, um, you know, and, and being a part of that and that being a part of what you do. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we know there's a lot, you know, of time mm-hmm. people want to spend, especially blended families. People are trying to, you know, balance all that out. And so we try to, you know, keep our services a little shorter. I mean, not, so short that, you know, right. That you feel like, what was that? But, but we, but we recognize that. And also we recognize there are people that might come with you that really don't want to come with you, but they're kind of coming out obligation. And so we want to make the gospel clear. We want to, you know, make, do a lot of familiarity for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think a lot of churches follow suit there. Um, and I do, I, again, I think there's something about the reminder the part of corporate worship is this reminder that life is so much bigger than you mm-hmm. and your problems, which actually help you with you and mm-hmm. your problems. And I think Christmas Eve is like uh same with that. Again, you know, I'm not judging people who go out of town, but but I will say I I, I really do struggle with people who leave on Easter because I'm like so many yeah, people so who you invest in mm-hmm. will come with you on Easter. And um if you don't have those kind of people, you're probably not living the life God's called you to live, you know, mm-hmm. investing in people, but also Christmas Eve, like it is just so much easier if you're trying to be evangelistic and build relationships to get yeah. somebody to come with you on those occasions. Absolutely. Well, I alluded to it before, but um, you know, this is the time of year when people do struggle. Uh, so let's talk about some of those struggles and yeah. why people are struggling and what do we do about it. I think um, you know, this is a time where uh, grief is amplified yeah, for people yeah. and um, and and grief of loss. But I think yeah. also there's a grief of just life isn't what. I expected right. it to be. Yeah. And so there's a mm-hmm. feeling of loss mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's true. And that ties into, you know, family issues. It could be a family. It could be, it could be a number of issues, but yeah. I think that, that feeling of grief. And I think that's another piece of why I like or love Christmas, the celebration of Christmas. And, and I think Easter speaks to the resurrection, uh, you know, and, and Christmas is in light of the resurrection and there's that, that victory over death. But Christmas is also a reminder of like, that God is with us Mm -hmm. in the grief. Mm -hmm. It's not just a hope for eternity. Like Mm -hmm. it is a hope for today as well too. Um, You know, I think 
there's there's grief because of loss and we you know is it we as a family feel that i know there's many people in our church who are feeling that mm-hmm. acutely this season because of recent loss but let's just be real like it doesn't matter if your spouse died this year mm-hmm. or or 10 years ago mm-hmm you feel that grief mm-hmm. and and we have to acknowledge that and uh as people but as a church and just kind of give space to say mm-hmm. hey let i can't we can't change this but l- let christ meet you in this and i mm-hmm. you know i'm thankful for so many people who who do model that who just mm-hmm. they're real with their struggle but also but 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 god is still so good mm-hmm. um yeah and then there's family issues mm-hmm. uh man there's dysfunction uh yeah, there's so much that people carry with right. that. And I think, you know, it's hard. It makes people dread some of the gatherings they have to go to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then there's the personal issues too. People just, we're people may be struggling with a circumstance or emotionally, mental health. Um, there's a lot that people are carrying. Mm-hmm. And, and Emmanuel, I mean, really, Emmanuel, God with us. Right, yeah, you're right. I think I think that it's all, you said it earlier, like all these things throughout the year are amplified at this mm-hmm. in December. And um you know, it just, you slow down and, um, and, and I mean, we could, I could look back on my life and remember this time of year, like very vividly right. more than other times a year, just cause the slowing down and being a part of something bigger than mm-hmm. you. And so like the absence of that father, the absence of that husband or wife, right. you know, that's just felt a little more because you're slowing down mm-hmm. and the family issues you're slowing down. And so you, there's not as many distractions, um, so you're kind of confronted with those and then personal issues because you have to slow down, you really have to deal with yourself. And so I would just say, you know, on that, like, while it may seem like a bad thing, it's not mm-hmm. like being still and confronting the issues of your life, mm-hmm. um, ultimately will lead you to a healthier place. Medicating. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, there are th- reasons you need to medicate, but when I say that, I mean like medicating with alcohol, medicating with mm-hmm. busyness, medicating with mm-hmm. toys, like that's really not actually yeah. providing balm mm-hmm. and Christ coming into a broken world provides the balm for a brokenness. That Absolutely. We feel. The balm, not yeah. the bomb, but it could yeah, be a bomb. Yeah, well, <laughs> it might blow things up. Yeah. So. Well, I think too, I uh, just added to that is going back. One of the things I love about Christmas Eve is that I think for it, the month of really after Thanksgiving is over, the kind of the lead up to Christmas, I feel like a lot of times because of the activity, because of the, all the things that are going on, I feel like December is constantly this like inflating balloon that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And like, you know, when you watch someone who's over inflating a balloon, you like kind of get on edge because yeah, you know it's right, about to pop. Right. And I feel like sometimes I catch myself in December just feeling like physically, like oh, I'm feeling the stress or I'm feeling the weight of all the expectations of the things that I want to do, the things I want to do for my family, church, all the things, everybody's thoughts and opinions. And I feel like it's about to pop, about to pop. And then I feel like on Christmas Eve, it doesn't pop. I feel like Jesus just like takes the balloon and lets the air out. Um, and that's why you make <laughs> that noise. Like, that's right. So at the end of every Christmas Eve, that's why I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna, that could be a great illustration oh, that for the sermon on oh, Christmas my goodness. Eve. But I just yeah, feel, <laughs> probably not with that crowd. But, <laughs> but I just, I, I it got so I serious, and then we we changed the gears. We changed <laughs> the gears. That's how it feels. Well, well, speaking of changing gears, let's change some gears. Let's yeah. move on to some questions. One of these is left over from last week because we didn't have time to get to it. Um, what? Yeah, you know, we ran out of time. Yeah, uh, my family member was baptized when they were a little kid, but hasn't gone to church in decades and doesn't act very Christ-like. Are they saved? That's no. All right. Next question. question. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's a, I mean, 
I guess the the short answer is maybe. Uh, I think you know Scripture teaches us that for the life of those who are in Christ, there is fruit. Yeah, that yeah. fruit doesn't come without struggle. That yeah. fruit doesn't come without vines that uh, that try to overtake the fruit. Right. Uh, but you know, the Father is the vine dresser, mm-hmm. uh, and He clips away those things that aren't bearing fruit. Um, mm-hmm. I would say we're known by our fruit. Uh, that. You know, I don't know any other circumstances to this question other than not attending church and doesn't act very Christ-like. Um, I would say that in this case, there is reason to question that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, you know, I, I, there's no there, magical there, prayer yeah. that happens. And I think this is why we we as a church, you know, we really try to be careful with, with children mm-hmm. and baptism, not mm-hmm. because... I mean, can a seven-year-old become a Christian and be baptized and it's genuine? Absolutely. And I don't think we should stop that. Um, But at the same time, we want to do everything we can to be sure that they can articulate at an appropriate level what that faith is. So Mm. anyway, what were you going to add to that? Yeah, no, I I think just two thoughts that, you know, dominate this for me. Well, three, you said one of them that, you know, fruit. So the first is in Matthew 7, when Jesus says, judge not lest you be judged, for with the same said same standard of measure you judge with you will be judged by what he's talking about is like salvation based on works and he's saying mm-hmm. like don't judge like based on works because then you'll be judged based on works basically you don't get the gospel right. you know and so mm-hmm. we have to understand like god's grace is big like and the sal- salvation is not based on our works and so um i don't know if someone's saved like mm-hmm. truly i don't yeah However, then um, the scripture does indicate there will be fruit. I mean, like there will be fruit, not there should be, there can be, there will be fruit. So there should be fruit. Mm -hmm. And the scripture gives several places where the church is instructed on how to deal with those who are not acting Christ-like. And they all, the process of all of those ends with treating them like a non-believer. Now, he doesn't say they are a non-believer, right? But it's like, you should pretty much change your approach to them, like as if they were believers. So you know, say, say somebody's not honoring God with sexuality, you know, they're mm-hmm. promiscuous, whatever it might be. You've talked to them, you and a friend have talked to them, um, their pastors talk to them. At this point, like, we're not talking to them about promiscuity anymore. We're talking to them about the gospel. Mm-hmm. We're probably not letting them lead and influence because they don't seem to be letting God be the authority in their life. And mm-hmm. so I have, based on the scripture, very great concern o- over their soul because mm-hmm. of that. Uh, however, um, love hopes all things, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. so the person who got baptized when they were seven, um, and then almost had nothing to do with God the rest of their life. Like my hope is that maybe they grew up in a home where Christianity was convoluted. And so there is right. this faith and, and you know, they'll stand before God accountable for their life one day and nobody's really discipled them or confronted them. But my genuine concern mm-hmm. is how is the love of God not changing you? Right. You know, so mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where I'm at. So I would just say like, we approach that humbly, but also confidently about our, our willingness to rebuke and love our, our brother and sister in Christ who is at honor in Christ. Yeah. You show concern, you can bring it up, say, hey, I'm just concerned about this. And this isn't judging because we aren't in a place to judge. Yeah. But we are told, like believers are told to judge like each other's, you know, fruit. fruit. And, and, yeah. And, not yeah, judging exactly. our heart. Yeah. But, but judge fruit. fruit and say, hey, you know, I'm just looking at this and then this is incongruent to me. Can you explain? And I think a response there can be indicative. Like if they're like, yeah, I know. 
uh, and then they do something about it, then, yeah. you know, hey, there's, but, there's hope. But it is unloving to ignore it. Yeah. And and I think we would we often would rather say, well, I'd rather keep the peace mm-hmm. than deal with this issue. And yeah. the Bible actually calls us to be peacemakers, not peacekeepers. Keepers, so yeah. that doesn't mean we need to be a judge and confront, right. I mean, like a, a jerk and confronting. Mm-hmm. Galatians tells us when we confront a brother who's caught in sin, restore them in a, st- restore them in a spirit of gentleness. Mm-hmm. And the language there is like resetting of a bone. Mm-hmm. So it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But we want to be as gentle as possible. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So great question. Uh, thanks for, for asking that. So next question is, should we celebrate holidays of our friends of other religions to respect them? Mm, mm, oh, that's, that's a great a, question. Yeah. I, I, my initial response is, it nope, depends. Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's right. Simple answers. Yeah. Is, uh, it's never simple. It's always buggy. Uh, not always buggy, but I think there's an extent to which we could honor, but... There is a line where it yeah, gets to, right. like, this is too much. I go, you know, think about, like, and in Galatians, right? We're about to start this whole study. Like, Paul's like, you can't go back to the uncircumcision. Mm-hmm. I think there's a there is a line, you know, like, there were, it's not the gospel and, and, you know, it, don't don't call unclean what God's called clean. Yeah. Those those things yeah. that, run through, that run through scripture. Um, and I so, think, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think the celebrate. What do you mean by celebrate, yeah, right? That's like, a good Good question. So I, I would say that if I had, um, well, I have a friend who, you know, is, I have several friends who are uh, Catholics and, you know, I, and I think that while they might have a saving faith, like the practice of faith is, is skewed. I really do, you know, and yet I would be happy to go like, you know, if they invited me to a service because there was something special, go. But I would also say, can we talk about that? You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, let's talk about the truth. And so same with like, yeah. if I had a, you know, around here, this isn't the case, but a Muslim friend and they invited me to their house because they're celebrating a feast. Like I would go, I, I, it's yeah. just going to be clear where I stand yeah, on that. Absolutely. Right. There's mm-hmm. not like why I'm doing that. And I, and I would say my basis for that is, is, is Jesus going to the Jewish synagogues mm-hmm. where he knew they didn't understand who Jesus, who the Messiah who was. was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, engaging with that. And then mm-hmm. also Paul going to pagan temples. Right. Uh, and the synagogues. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he says, Hey guys, I see you're very religious. Like, but right. you're let's, not let's worshiping the God. Of yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's where I would say, like, it, I think it just, you need to be very clear about what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's a little different for me and you as like public figures, you know, mm-hmm. I said that in quotation marks, like, because air quotes, yeah. you know, people, I want to be, I lead people to not be confused. So I do have right. to think about some mm-hmm. of this. Stuff. I even think about that stuff and like, Protestant denominational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff, absolutely. You know, if I'm so. there, does it does it lean credence or does it show approval? Or, yeah, yeah. So do, don't yeah. like use me as the example there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there's there's uh, you know I uh, sang in a friend's wedding and it was a Catholic ceremony and they were like, hey, can you help lead the the I, I'm sorry if you're Catholic, I, I can't think of the right name of it, but the parts where they like, there's a responsive, like, will you sing this line? You sing this line? I was like, sure. And then as we're doing it, I'm like, oh, I can't actually sing this one because it was something Mock. about me. Yeah. <laughs> Ing. Yeah. Is that what you did? Bird. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and you know, I, this is a good friend. And I just no in doubt, case you <laughs> just, felt like you offended someone. I right. just, I got you good there. So. <laughs> that's right. But I was like, I know this friend and I know their faith. Like I know their sincerity of faith um, and what they believe. And I, this is, you know, out of respect for them, I'm going I'm to do this, but I, there was one part I just said, I I'm not going to, then they're like, that's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think there's, there is the line, there is a, um, 
you know, point. And I think what you said is great. So um, those are the questions we've got. So, hey, uh, we would love your questions. So send us questions. We'll be glad to answer them uh, in coming weeks uh, in the new year. So, hey, we're going to wrap up this episode with a little game. And Call Christmas. Name that tune. Come on. All right. Oh. So we are running out of time. So I'm going to go quick because I have 16 songs oh here. So, but it's Christmas and people are liking Christmas, Christmas music anyway. Music. So we're going to start with six popular, five popular songs. Okay. That's the first category. All popular right. Songs. You're not going to have a lot of time. Here we go. Oh, all about for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. The That's right. Self-alleged queen of Christmas. Okay, here we Man, go. She, that is like the number one song in the world this time of year, like all yeah. around the world. Okay, here we go. Here Next we go. one. It's Christmas. Uh, I don't know the artist, but it, so this is Christmas. And what have we done? Nope. nope. Have a very Merry Christmas. I don't know what the title oh, this is. This is going in the wrong order here, too. So, okay. Was, yeah. Oh, man. That's messed up. Oh, no. What in the world? I don't know the name is of that song. Shuffle? Did you shuffle? Uh, Pardon our, ter our uh, technical yeah. difficulties here. Okay. Oh, well, here we go. All, All right. right. Next one. This is number I'm gonna come back to that number one, two, that but number three. an awesome one. This okay. is number two. Here we go. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I can tell it. I can tell it. Ah, right, who's it by? Who's it by? Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know the artist. Bobby Helms. Bobby Helms. I was right. like Bing Crosby. No, he's the wrong, that's the wrong Christmas guy. Bobby right. Helms. Next one. Ne another good one. Here right. we go. Mm -mm. Oh, and children, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Very good. Who's that Bing one by? Crosby. Yeah, sorry. Here is another one that is not... Uh, all that popular, but is popular. I think it should be a bigger Christmas hit. Mm, all right. Now I'm intrigued. Here we go. What should be a bigger Christmas hit than it is? Oh, Run, Run, Rudolph. Run, Run, Rudolph. I have no idea who sings this, but I know it's Run, Run, Rudolph. You didn't know that's Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. I should have known that. Okay. My favorite Christmas song. I would have, yeah. That guitar's giveaway. Here's my favorite Christmas song. Have yourself a very... Oh, Mary, Mary, Mary. Mary. Why did I say that? Oh, no. Is this Nat? Let your this heart Who sings it? This is the king. This is Bing? No. No. Well, I'm, Who okay. is the best oh, singer of Elvis? all time? No. Oh, no. Just kidding. Well, I mean, he was called the king, but yeah, who is the, the best singer of all time? Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. All right. These Frank. are serious songs now. Okay. By the number serious. one downloaded person for serious Christmas music. Oh, wow. You are. Wait. This is the number one downloaded song for Chris. Serious. Downloaded person singing okay. Christmas music. Here we go. Kenny G. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh. Sleeping. I mean, it's Silent Night, but oh, play, oh, okay. play like okay. another bar, real quick. I can try to see, figure out. Well, the, voice. the next person's gonna do. So you gotta do this song too. This is okay. the same person. I picked them for all the serious songs. Here we go. Is it Celine Dion? Hold on, I didn't hear. No. All right, so what is that song? That's Oh Holy Night. Okay. Oh, man. Right, last one by this person. Oh, okay, I'm trying to get the voice. Got it. I mean, it's, is it Carrie Underwood? It is Carrie okay. Underwood. I was, I was like, it's yes. a country voice, and I was like, I know this country voice, trying to figure it out. Man, and here's she can the, sing. Here's the last song. Oh, come let us not 
Uh, yeah. So come all you faithful. All right. All right. Here's no, just three random songs. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Here, here we, we go. go. Oh, that's Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the song? Uh, is it? Oh, is it? It's not Christmas Baby. It's uh. <laughs> I know it. Uh, I can't think of the title. I'll, I'll hear it when it gets the chorus. Mistletoe. There you go. There you go. Mistletoe. Right. What a catchy beat. Here's another one. This is familiar. Oh, new kids on the block. Have a funky, funky Christmas. <laughs> I was like... Is this, is this, and okay. uh, that's, been, that's been a long time since I heard that one. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I have no, I've never heard this one. John Denver, please, Daddy, don't get drunk on that, Christmas. Now you Isn't say John this Denver. awful? That is, that is, what a sad song, but I mean, reality I for me. I couldn't put that in awful songs. All right, I have five Ooh. awful songs. Okay. Let's okay, hold on. I know this one. All I want is a, hop a hippopotamus for Christmas. All I want. Right. I know that song in French, actually, because who wrote we, it? I have no idea. <laughs> Gala PV. All right, oh, here I, we go. Here we go. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That's right. Who wrote that? Uh, I'm so bad with the people who oh wrote my them. Goodness, it's you uh, don't know that it's uh, um, I do, but I I don't. Who was it? Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Man. Paul yeah, McCartney. See, there you go. Here's another awful Bad Christmas names. song. You ready? Ooh, this is a good. I don't know. Hold on. Ooh, I'm I. I am stumped. Oh, I went at Christmas time in Africa. You know the uh, name of it? Um, it's getting into the clip. It's about to come. The title's coming. Yeah. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? There we go. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to get ahead in the song. Oh, yeah. That's like a collective of people. That's like. Band aid. That was like, we are the world, but Christmas. All right. Mm. All right. I'm just going to do this last one since. Uh, Have a. Oh, is this our song? This is <laughs> our song. <laughs> this is. You know who loves this song? Josh Shore loves this. Does song. he really? Um, like legitimately? I think legitimately Crid knows that it's cringy, so that he loves it. <laughs> Christmas shoes. <laughs> it is Christmas shoes. Oh man, I could already feel my eyes filling up with tears. I think we should just like end Boggy Talk with this song playing. <laughs> Will we get like copyrighted? Probably problems? so. People be like, you can't do that. Um, and then we'll be like, hey, sorry, new song. We were just promoting your whatever. And then yeah. like someone will actually listen to the podcast. Yeah. And be like, man. And then they can sponsor uh, our. Or they'll just be like, actually, don't ever reference this again <laughs> because you. We're, we're trying to move past it, too. We like the royalties, but we regret making this song. Do you know, maybe we have single handedly helped with the resurgence of Christmas and shoes. I bet, I bet somebody has watched the Christmas shoes movie because of the references. There is an actual Christmas shoes movie. I bet someone has. Yeah. Uh, uh, man. Look Woo! at that. Keep changing everything. Please, <laughs> it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her side. You hear this song one time and you you are hooked on the the. Oh, okay, okay. 
Dad, Daddy says there's not much time. Oh, man. Okay. So sad. Oh, man. His dad's a lot better than John Denver's dad, though. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. At least he's sad that it's happening. Well, uh, that that's, wraps that's up. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that wraps up our uh, the year. That tomb Christmas and uh, wraps up the year on Boggy Talk. Uh, we will not be, uh, we will not have an episode next week, but we'll uh, kick it off in the new year. Uh, the first week of January, talking about the new year and that's right. some things that are coming. Merry that Christmas. About. Looking back at 2022. Merry Christmas. We love we you. We love, love you. And uh, we hope that you do have a great uh, Christmas uh, celebration, no matter where you are uh, in the the spectrum of what you're feeling this uh, year. Uh, just know that. And if you he, get shoes for Christmas, send us a picture. Especially if they're red. Yeah. Because uh, that's the song. Uh, that's right. And are uh, they red shoes? They're red shoes. Oh man, yeah. you know I love red shoes. Too, <laughs> I'm pretty right? sure oh that I could be making that detail you up. Did. So I think you're thinking um, of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure at the beginning <laughs> they're like red. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll uh, anyway, I uh, <laughs> do hope you have a Merry Christmas, remembering He is Emmanuel. God That's right. with us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.